Falcons fans, welcome in to episode 13, I believe, I think, of Out of Your Falcon Mind, an Atlanta Falcons fan cast. I'm John, one of your hosts, my co-host, Mike. What's up, bud? What's going on, Johnny Yates? Out of your Falcon Mind. Dude, this week, uh, I think we've both been going out of our Falcon Mind this week, man. Man, I've been out of my Falcon Mind for a long time, but especially this week. It is Thursday. Yeah, it is Thursday night, and we are recording the review show of the the Sunday's game. game. That's how you know, Ned, this is the time we usually do the preview show. Right. We just get into the review show, so that should tell you the hectic week. How are we? Yeah, so I I tweeted out yesterday or the day before. My day's running together. I don't even know, but I just said, you know, sorry for the delay in the review. We're going to have it out tomorrow. You know, our actual jobs – got in the way you know the nerve the nerve of those the nerve um so that's why i need y'all to donate so i no longer have to work (laughs) please help a podcaster help a podcaster but it's like it's one of those things man and like i guess and it could be you could just say for in life in general but especially when you're running a business man it's like the one when one thing starts going sideways it's like everything starts going sideways. Not, not one thing can break uh, per can't. month or so. It's got to be, oh, no, let's just keep on piling on all within mm-hmm. like four or five days. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with me. And I remember, I remember what you said, uh, was it last episode or episode before about, you know, had a bad day once and you decided, oh, you didn't, want, you didn't like yeah. it. You didn't do it yeah. Again. I yeah. thought about that. I thought about that. And I was like, you know yeah. what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. <laughs> So, you got to mentally check out, buddy. So I just said, you know what? Uh, Mike's right. I mean, I'm going to do what I can and do the best I can and, uh, you know, smile about it because that's all you can do at that point. Man, eat some ice cream and watch some South Park, buddy. <laughs> and try not to think about it. <clears throat> Telling you what, man. But uh, anyway, we are here. We are finally here. We are recording it. So uh, we appreciate you guys for listening to us, uh, listening to this. We're actually going to do a, uh, a little special deal just because of it being Thursday. We're going to go ahead and review uh, the Jaguars game. Probably not as in depth as we would have three or four days ago, uh, but we're going to, we're going to definitely give our thoughts on it. Cause there's actually a lot to talk about to yes. with that game, to be honest, even though yep. you know, it was the Jaguars, but, um, and then we're going to preview the Bucks game on Sunday. So this might be a little longer episode. It may not be, mm-hmm. we're just going to see where it goes. And um, you know, man, that's, now that's two specials in a row. That was the Thanksgiving special. Now the the review preview special. Uh, where can they send the checks to, John? If they want to, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> two specials in a row out of your Falcon Mind podcast. Let's go. That's right. Now on that note, uh, before we get into anything, guys, just to give you our uh, how you get in touch with us. You can email us at atlfalconfancast at gmail.com. Uh, we're still taking emails uh, or messages for anybody that um, we've said before that if you're not if you're not a Falcons fan from Georgia, uh, we want to know how you became mm-hmm. a fan. The the where in the Falcon are you? Uh, was it we're gonna call it? What did you think? Of, okay, where in the yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's perfect. Right. So we just want to know how you became a fan, how long you've been a fan, you know, why he chose the Falcons and, uh, you know, the, all, all, all the self hurt you want to cause yourself. Um, but we want to know all that. So send us an email, send us a comment message. If you want to be on the show, even possibly let us know that we can maybe set that up. Um, but we're going to start doing those, uh, after the season, probably during uh, the playoffs. So, um, and also, uh, our, our, uh, 
Instagram is out of your Falcon mind. Our Twitter is out of your effing mind. Uh, we have a Facebook group. You can request to join if you want to comment on there. When I mean comment, I mean, you can say, Hey, you got, I want you guys to talk about this subject, or I want you guys to talk about this player, or what do you think about this? Anything, literally anything at all to do with the Falcons past, present, future, anything draft, you name it. Cause we'll, we'll talk about it. it um, if you want to tell me I'm gorgeous, I'm all ears. Exactly. If you want to tell Mike, you love his hair and you wish I love your hair. I don't, I wish I had hair like that. Well, thanks. <laughs> but just my, email is, the out of your Falcon mind podcast, John, and I'll my, read it live on the air. Mine just keeps thinning and it does. <laughs> it's not doing anything. <laughs> the troubles of aging, buddy. That is shitty. I tell you. Um, so yeah, so that's out of the way. And uh, what you were saying about the Thanksgiving special. So we haven't recorded since Thanksgiving. So man, how was Thanksgiving? It was awesome. Uh, I want to say this before I get going here. Um, the Thanksgiving special we did was amazing. If y'all didn't check it out, you need to go check it out. Uh, when you check it out, uh, you will like it. So leave us a nice review and subscribe and leave us five stars, a five star review. Absolutely. I would appreciate it. We definitely would appreciate it. But uh, my Thanksgiving was good. I um, I kind of went on a, a date Thanksgiving at this girl's house with this girl's family. And um, I kind of did the smart thing. I uh, It was like the game was on. Mm -hmm. And I had no interest in this game that was on. But I, uh, I didn't want to be at the table, so they couldn't grill me. So I made my plate and acted like I was so into the game. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I could care less, but I didn't get asked a lot of questions. How was it? Uh, I mean, how, how was the family? The family, I'm going to tell you what they did that was uh, mind-blowing to me that was really annoying. There was a kid in there, and I, I and I really don't care, so I'm saying this. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a kid in there that was, uh, the, the kid was had a really smart mouth, right? Mm -hmm. And the kid was, uh, I want to say, this is hilarious to say, but the kid was picking on me. <laughs> And the kid was like eight and the kid just kept picking on me and nobody would like i can't come back with a comeback because yeah. then everybody i look crazy but nobody else said like you hey hey on that little boy yeah just like nobody's like intervene and say hey that's not appropriate you don't know him or this hey and it just went on and on forever I got bullied at the Thanksgiving, but I will say this, ladies and gentlemen, my night ended extraordinarily well. <laughs> <laughs> applause for me. Awesome. Applause for me. Good for me. That's how you want to end Thanksgiving. Good for me. You eat, you nap, and other good things happen. But it was awesome, man. Uh, great food, man. It's always fun to be around uh, family, even though it wasn't my family. Just to be around family, I like the vibe on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. How was yours? Great, man. We uh, after the after we wrapped up the show that morning, um, the uh, we I went downstairs and food was almost prepared. Man, my mom came over, brought a big vegetable tray and some cornbread, and um, man, his mom brought over like some, uh, some spinach artichoke dip and some lime chips, and I started getting into that. I was already mm -hmm. like, dude, I was already appetizer out before the meal even came. And then I hate when that happened. Yeah, I know. I know. And then, uh, but I still, I still destroyed the meal and uh yeah lay sat on my butt man i watched uh watched the end of the detroit game and um watched the dallas game which was enjoyable to watch them lose mm -hmm. and uh and it was an also enjoyable to watch the saints lose right after that it was pretty yes, enjoyable it was. 
Yes. Two teams I really don't like at all. Yep. Yeah, and, and the Saints just got blasted. So that was really mm-hmm. fun to watch uh, mm-hmm. at home. You know, so that was that was great. Um, so yeah, man, we had, I mean, later on. Did had, you have we, dessert? Uh yes, I had uh uh homemade pecan pie Ooh. and homemade pumpkin pie. Mm. Both. Now who made the pies? Amanda. Go on. You can bake some pies, dude. Yeah. That that sounds delicious, by Yeah, me. it was it was fantastic, man. So yeah, I can't complain. It was it was nice. Had turkey for a few days after that, so I'm pretty turkeyed out now. I don't want to see mm-hmm. it again for a while, but um, yeah, it was good. So uh, getting on to the Jaguars game, what did you think, buddy? What was uh, what, what we, we we said? Well, first of all, let me say, going into it as a, as a out of your Falcon mind first, mm-hmm. Mike called the score. You predicted mm. 21-14, man, and that's I did. What it was I did. I called the score. Well, I've had psychic abilities for like seven, eight years now. It just, it just comes out from time to time. It just come out on like every third, fourth game. Yeah. Um, but I had a feeling. But I, um, man, I'm gonna be honest. What I took away from the game, uh, uh, this is something that this is a this is another first on Out of Your Falcon Mind podcast. I gotta get on Maddie. Uh, real quick, I gotta. I was, going, I was gonna do the same thing, but you go right ahead. I gotta do it. Um, I love you, Matt. You're my favorite player, but y- you gotta get this smoke right now. Hey, man, I just uh, I've defended Matt Ryan every week on this podcast. Yeah, and it just dawned on me uh, during that Jaguar game that some of the some of the you know I tried to chalk it up to maybe. You know, y'all don't know the plays yet. It's kind of some miscommunications. But some of those passes that Matt Ryan is throwing are just horrific passes. They bad calls. He shouldn't even throw it. And the, the times, he, uh, I mean, he just, he's missing open throat. Man, he, uh, Kyle Pitts had a third and nine. Wide open. Matt Ryan just missed the throw. Uh, he missed Mike Davis um, yep. when Tyson Campbell got that interception. It just was, uh, I mean, I don't, I can't even, I'm, and I know he's being rushed, but the balls he's throwing are clearly behind the man. Most that of the time, like he's throwing a lot of balls behind the person, just way behind where the person has to stop on their route and turn around like they that's, can't that's, catch it in no, stride. That's, that's not like him either. It's not. So I'm just wondering, and like, um, man, we need Matt Ryan to do better. I'm going to start the show like that. And I'm and I never do that, but uh, it's been pissing me off, man. That um, he don't throw interceptions. Yeah. So it's all the interceptions, and they on bad passes. I I'll, I'll give you a pass on the ones that got bobbled or something mm-hmm. crazy happened, but not on one where you just throw a bad pass. And it could be that he, I guess he's trying to force it. He feel like it's no weapons, and he got to let the ball go. But man, those are some bad passes, Matt Ryan throwing. Yeah, I, I thought so too, and that's that's the first note I wrote um, watching the game. Actually, was Matt not looking great today? And then, I, you know, I thought that that would probably change throughout the game, and it never really did. I mean, he it made didn't. he did enough, but I mean, and he, he did enough. A, he's had a rough three game stretch, and I'll give him, you know, those those games against the Cowboys uh, and in the previous game. I mean, that in the Patriots. I mean, like. He, he got no help in those games from his offensive line. Now, on the flip side, on this Jaguars game, the offensive line actually 
performed pretty damn well. They, um, you was just, you actually had, now I'm not saying he was Tom Brady back there, but you had sufficient time. You had time. There was no reason for you to be missing the throws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just some bad throws. Um, and actually, uh, pro football focus um, kind of, I mean, they, they uh, verified that because they rated him as the lowest player on our team that day. And he got graded a during the Jaguar game. Yeah. He was the lowest graded player on our team. And it was a 45.3 by Pro Football Focus. I'm gonna be honest, so, I wouldn't have ever thought that what I'm speaking from of was cumulative. I wouldn't have because I just felt like I've been seeing you miss throws every week. I seen yeah. you throw the ball behind people every week, man. You need come on, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I agree. I agree. And, and, and I like you, buddy. Come on, man. Yeah. And um Another and that stood out, and the next other the other thing that stood out, I think, was obvious. To everybody was Cordell Patterson is our entire offense. Yes, I mean it is such a difference when he's in the game as opposed to you know. Obviously, we missed him big time when he went out early in the Cowboys game. We didn't have him last week against mm-hmm. the Patriots, um, but that man was averaging about five yards a carry, five six. Yards. Actually, I think it was more than that. I think well, I think as a team we averaged five yards a carry. I think he actually averaged more than that per carry. Uh, he was the first rusher to go over 100 yards since uh, Todd Gurley in uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, that's it's been a while and, since we had a 100 yard rusher. And he carries all the electricity with him, he brings it all with him. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I, okay, I got to touch on that too. Um, I've seen Cordell Patterson play for years. Uh, I would dare to say he's playing his best football uh, with Atlanta. Um, so I, I got to say that, which is crazy to me that the dude is getting better as he get older. Um, but I got to say this to him, too. Um, he got hurt in that game and he came. He, he went out and he came back. And, uh, and I just want to say this, man, when you playing against uh, when your team is not that good and you playing against Jacksonville, um, you could probably opt out of that game just for safety reasons. I mean, don't don't want to take the chance. For, for that man to get back in the game and then give us all them electric plays and surges the, for no, the man that wants to win. That's, that's the mentality. That's the spirit we need is a player like that. He could have easily, the oh, man right, has man. been hurt. And I, and I think he tweaked it early on cause he went out. So the man could have easily been like, yeah, I'm out, you know, just to be safe. That man came back in the game and really, is the reason we won the game. I mean, he was see, like James Harden on Sunday. He scored like 52 points. I feel like he did everything by himself. Yeah, man. You see him trucking the dude in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, just like, I mean, laying into him. I mean, like, you know, so, I mean. He was running like his, he was running like his, like somebody had his kid in the basement tied up and said he, if he didn't get a hundred yards, you know, something bad was going to happen. That dude was running for his life. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, and, and after the game, I don't know if you saw, he tweeted uh, ATL with three exclamation points. I fucking love y'all with like eight exclamation points. I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't know that he ever got this love at his previous destinations. I think we love not. him. No. I yeah. mean, but I mean, but you look at, and he's not, you know, you know, Arthur had Derrick Henry at Tennessee, obviously, you know, he's not Derrick Henry, but he's right. a pretty damn big dude. I mean, he's six, yeah. three, two forty. He's up there. I mean, he's in that range. I mean, like, so, and it looked like he had the majority of the snaps during that game as a running back. I mean, he I did. think it's, I think it's his job for, uh, I mean, as far as like, he should be the lead running back mm-hmm. by now. 
Uh, McGallman got a few snaps. Davis got, I think they thought McGallman and I mean Davis got five each. So I, I had to tell you that you were right, man. Um, when you was uh, raving about Gallman, yeah. uh, I hadn't noticed him. I really got a chance to just watch him. Uh, he's He can do some stuff. Like, he's a pretty good. He's quick. Uh, he's quick. He's got do some you, power. Yes. Do you remember uh, Edo Smith? Oh, yeah. His uh, he wasn't that good. He wasn't, but he was quick. He was really, mm-hmm. really quick. And even like that dude is really, really quick. Like yeah, Gallman can get in and out. Yeah, like he quick. Right. He is a whole fast. I mean, and that's you know. Yeah. And getting on that, I mean, like the, like we thought about briefly the offensive line. I mean, dude, they really, they really showed up. I mean, uh, Chris Lindstrom was actually, and he's we've talked about him all season. He's been probably our most consistent offensive lineman mm-hmm. uh, guard. And he scored an 84.1 uh, from Pro Football Focus. And that was the highest mm-hmm. talking that we had. Uh, but I'll run off the next three. Uh, CP was at 82.8, which is no surprise. Um, and then our next two were offensive linemen. Uh, Matthew, 78.8. And uh, McGarry, obviously, actually. And we've killed Caleb McGarry on this show because um, we just he just hasn't performed up to um, his potential, I don't believe. Um, but he mm-hmm. had a 79.6. And he had an 88 in run block. Mm-hmm. And um, so – because, you know, I don't care who you are. You can be Barry Sanders. If you don't have something going on up front for you, then, I mean, there's very few running backs in this world that can just create something out of nothing. No. So you're going to have to have a little bit of hold from your offensive line to give you something to run. So, I mean, kudos to those guys. They finally uh, stepped I'm up. Not, that. I mean. Hey, so I was – the whole game, uh, the main thing I was thinking was that – um. I was really happy for the offensive line because I felt like uh, even though they was playing the Jaguars, mm-hmm. they got to – I think you need to experience what it feels like to be able to – I'm not going to say dominate, but to win the battle. Have success. To, to, to have success is what I mean to say. Yeah. To, when you're trying to run to impose your will on, on run blocking. Mm-hmm. And to do it repeatedly and then impose your will on pass blocking. Uh, I don't think those dudes felt like that all year. I, that was good to see them feeling that way. Like, yeah, I agree. Pushing people off the block. And I think that when, when Cordell was having big runs, they was excited. Cause I don't yeah. think they got a lot to do that. So I hope that momentum carry. I know it was Jacksonville, but I hope the momentum and that attitude carry over to a real team next week. Right. And that's the, that's the next step is for them to get consistent and, and, and do this on a consistently, you know, every mm-hmm. week. Now, I mean, you know, everybody's going to have a down week, but we've seen them just terrible. I mean, like God awful this year. And we've seen mm-hmm. them. If they play like this, dude, we, I, we honestly have a chance to win a lot of these games that we have yes. left because I mean, the offense itself, and this is without, I mean, Anybody, our receivers, I mean, uh, Gage got in the end zone, and I think he had – he was obviously our highest um, – our biggest receiver this weekend. But, I mean, everybody, yeah. dude, the rest of the receivers, they graded terrible. I didn't write it all down, but they graded out terrible. Yeah. Um, so, like, our, our playmakers are not making plays, man. And then, like, mm-hmm. you, you saw, uh, well, you know, three or four games ago when Pitts went off, well, that just tells everybody right there. Okay, well, we just got to make sure this dude and he and pretty much since then he's and been, they did it again. He had like, yep, they did yeah, it again. Yeah. So I mean, it's not you know. I'm pretty I, sure uh, Calvin is not coming back. Yeah, I, I was uh, just gonna say, I think he's done for the. Yeah, year. I'm sure he's done. He's not gonna come back for the last three, four games. It's not. He's he's not coming back. No, I don't think so either. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I 
and the only guy that's and even and I, I did look at Mayfield. Mayfield had a 71 grade, which is not still it's not great, but for him, honestly, this year it's okay because he's been probably the worst offensive lineman we've had this year. Yes. Um, his pass blocking though was a 30, which is still just god awful, like just terrible. Mm-hmm. And so, and I know like we, you know, and we've we've said the caveat every time. He is a rookie, he's learning on he's learning on the go, you know, but I mean that's got to be better, you know, regardless, I don't care if you're a rookie or not. Like if that's, that's, if that, that'll be a position they have to look at next year, if that doesn't change. Because that is, that shouldn't be a professional number. No, no. And then what was also interesting not to jump off of Mayfield. Uh, and if you notice this, they were switching out centers, uh, Drew mm-hmm. Dahlman and, um, and Matt Hennessy both played center almost on the, the snaps, I think were almost equal and they graded out just almost the same, to be honest. Um, and interesting though, because you know they uh, Dalman is is Arthur and, and Terry's draft pick of this last mm-hmm. draft, and you know Hennessy is the pick of TD mm-hmm. and DQ's last draft. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that because that's not ideal. You don't really want to be switching out. I don't think your center because of that connection with the offensive line and the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, um, on a game basis. But I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if they're just trying to see who's going to fit better in the offense in, in real life, you know, not in practice. I believe, man, I believe I uh, that Calvin being out, uh, it kind of forces them to be better coaches. Yeah. Because you have to get way more creative and do more, and you got to see who can, where you can put him and mm-hmm. if he can play here and there. You got to see all that. Because with Calvin, they, you don't, you have two weapons but Cordell has been hurt so you finally had two again and we won yeah so that was kind of cool because yeah. we've been and, fighting with one weapon the last few yeah. games yeah and I mean like you know I was as a Falcons fan everybody knows you can't be satisfied with any lead of any kind mm-hmm. and I thought I mean even in, in the fourth I and like you know it was like Shit, here we go again I mean they <laughs> started to come back was- and like and and then you know what was a little I mean, I mean, I know it is what it is uh, with the team and what we have to do, but like we were up 21 to three and we went three straight runs and punted it. I think it was in the third or the fourth. And I just wanted to stay aggressive, man. I wanted to keep doing what we've been doing. Like, cause I mean, I understand you're up 21 to three, but and a, and the defense has been playing pretty well, but like, I don't want to see it change that much. I want to see them keep going after mm-hmm. it and keep trying to get down the field um but you know like you said we won the game so it doesn't really matter um but uh i mean and, and then that holding call on Jawan taylor at the end of the game that probably cost them a touchdown because mm-hmm. yep. i mean that was oh huge. it did yeah that was yep. huge um and the, the the jaguars penalties as a as a whole that in that game really really helped us out mm-hmm. and um and we got to mention uh we can't let it go unseen that uh, Thomas Morstead, our punter that we picked up last week because Dustin Colquitt um, is on the COVID list, was the special teams player of the week because that dude just kept booting punts inside the 20 all game. Mm-hmm. And, he kept, and, that's, and that's so big for your defense because then you've got – it's so much easier for defense to defend a field that's 80 yards, 85 yards, 95 yards than it is for 50 or 60. And then so – He was probably working at Starbucks last week. <laughs> I mean, and now you kicking – Former punter. Saints punter. How about that? Ugh. But hey, let's keep him. Yeah. And I mean, he's actually, and they said this day on the radio. Um, I was listening. I couldn't believe it because to me, it seems like Dustin Colquitt's been in the league for 40 years. 
Yeah. He's act Morstead's actually four years younger than Dustin Colquitt. I did not know that. I thought Morstead was older. Yeah, I would have done, yeah. And that's just maybe that's just my yeah. ass brain. But I, that's what, yeah, I, dude, I don't know. I, I thought he was, I thought he, <laughs> but if that's the case, I'd rather keep Morstead and let just, let just, like, yeah, right, 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 right. I mean, first week, you're going to get special teams player of the week. I mean, yeah. that's cool. But um, yeah, so that was, that was, they helped out the defense a lot. But overall, like I said, the defense played better. Um, even though it was, you know, you said in the preview that, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, quarterback brain fart. Jaguars. Uh, the Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Good Lord. It's late, ladies and gentlemen. Um, oh, so, yes. yeah. They, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he had another rough week. I mean, he, he wasn't bad. He wasn't great. I mean, he missed passes too. You know, he did things rookies yeah. are going to do. A rookie. A rookie. Um, so it is, you know, with not great protection as well. Um, so, I mean, we, we did what we needed to do against him. I mean, the defense, our top rated defensive uh, scorer from pro football focus was Anthony Rush, which mm -hmm. is 85.7. And that's a big dude right there next to Grady. And if he, yeah. somebody, we took off, we signed him off the practice squad, man. I mean, so if he can. I'm glad to just see them paying attention and trying different things because it shows that you're, that we trying some stuff. I want to see him. I want to see how it work out. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and so if he can continue to get, performances like that and, and really start getting better too. I mean that. And you, know, you should have players on your practice squad who you will potentially sign to the team. Right. Yeah. You hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So worst case scenario, you're going to need them, you know, might yeah. need them. Um, you know, so that was, that was a, that was a positive to see. And then of course, AJ uh, 76.1, he allowed one reception for five yards. If this AJ, dude don't go to the pro bowl, man, somebody, I mean, seriously, no, be I'm not. I, it's going to be a riot. It's going to be a riot. It's just, he play in Atlanta, but he still got to go. I think uh, he'll be one of the top two cornerbacks in the league this year. He's got to be. When it's said and done. Yeah. Stats is, I mean, stats, I mean, because he isn't allowing anything. Yeah, he oh. isn't allowing anything. Um, Okandeje had a 76, which was good to see um, as well. Grady, 73. Um, and Richie Grant, 72.7. Alien, they were using Richie. Richie! Yeah. How about that? He had a rough game against the Patriots. And then Richie paying back. off, man. Then Richie coming through. Yeah, he bounced back. Um, they're not using him a lot. I think I noticed, at least during this game, and maybe in the Patriots game, too, I had to go back and watch, but um, kind of in the slot uh, or, or mm -hmm. you know, like in the nickel-type position. And it seemed like that's actually benefiting him pretty well um, because that dude can play, man. I mean, I like I, – I, from what I saw, I didn't see much of him in college. I just basically saw the highlight reel like everybody else sees. But it looks like he's got, you know, what it takes. He's just like anybody else that's young, and especially probably young and learning DMP's defense. And his mm -hmm. first year in the league, it's gonna take him a little bit to get, to get in there. So yeah, it's a lot. So I mean, I'll, 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 I'm not, you know, not going to write him off at any at any for any reason yet. I mean, he's still got a whole lot of learning to do. So, um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I, I I wasn't super confident going into the game as far as run run game, just like we never are because we, we just normally can't run. And the D, I mean, the Jags had the third rated rush defense going into the game, um, and so oh, they wow. were. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And uh, I wouldn't have never guessed that. Yeah, and they were they were only allowing like three point nine per carry, and we uh, we went up went up there and ran against five you know five yards a carry against them, which is the best we've had probably this season. Yeah, because um, we've been in the one to two range. Yeah, <laughs> the last three or four weeks. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that was that was a plus, man. So, you know, I mean, we closed. And the we gotta give a special uh, a shout out to Russell Gage, man. Uh, he be coming through sometimes, man. You know, 
Yeah, uh, I mean, he's, he's all we got right now. So it's like, uh, it's, it's like coming home and your stomach growling and it's just fish sticks. It's, he's fish sticks. Like you'll eat him, but you know, really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but he, but it, what I say is it cures your hunger. He is curing the hunger. You know, he is doing, getting the job done, man. That dude, uh, he made a few big receptions on Sunday. I just, I think, thank you. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, then he's got to look at it like, you know, like any of these guys that are thrust into those, these positions kind of out of nowhere is it's got, it's opportunity for him. It really is. So, every I mean, ball you drop and every ball you catch. And so I seen Russell drop a few in previous games. Yeah. So Sunday, I thought he played pretty well. Yeah. I mean, the other guy, you need I mean, Russell to come on. Yeah, I mean Zacchaeus wasn't very impressive. Sharp wasn't mm-hmm. very impressive. Nope. Um, I mean we, we need a Russell and Keith Smith, man, the fullback. We I think he yeah. was rated up there. He was might have been in our top five or six for PFF. That, that Stefan was whew. hey, listen, I'm gonna tell you, man, <laughs> he one of my favorite Falcons. Man, just on the attitude alone, like yeah, he don't like he, took, he took a lot of pleasure in just shoving that dude through the earth, man. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I want, I'm going to be honest. He loved blocking it. When, when yeah. you launch him, when you watch him, he launch into a block. Like he'd be yeah, trying man. to take people. So I like him. You remember uh, Christian, our old, uh, uh, Todd Christian, our old f- fullback from the 90s? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That dude, yeah he could block, man. Hey, no, he I'm going to tell too. you, I'm going to tell you who I used to love, uh, who never really got his props. If y'all are real Falcon fans, you know what I'm talking about. I always thought the dude was really good, and we, we never really uh, – you remember Jason Snelling? Oh, yeah. Running back? Yeah. Yeah. The dude ran hard, man. He was Ran hard, man. Yeah. I used to love Jason, yeah. Yeah, Obi Mahaley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I used to love Jason. I felt like he used to run real, real hard for us. Yeah, he did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was – yeah. So that, that well, that pretty much covers the Jags game, man. I mean, like I said, we 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 got and we won, and we won. Well, we 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 you know it was a, the Jags. They kind of are what they are. They're not a great team. Um, you know, we needed to win badly after those two losses that we had. Mm-hmm. We you know we needed to score points. We did. You know, so um, hopefully, like you said, the offensive line can take this momentum into the next game against the Bucks, um, mm-hmm. and you know Matt can have a better game against the Bucks. And the defense so, can take that momentum into the into the, this game as well. So. so making that transition, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, on Sunday against the Bucks, do you do you think that the Falcons play the Bucks better than they played them the first time, or do you think the Falcons play the Bucks worse than they played them the first time? Um, Remember the first time, the first we half we was kind of. Yeah. Kicking the ass a little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they just got away from us at the end. Yeah. Um, no, man. You know what? I think I think we will play them better because, I mean, that mm-hmm. was a little earlier in the season. I mean, okay. you know, okay. these guys have had they've had some. Do you're not gonna, at the end of this season? You're not going to be able to say that these guys haven't ran through almost every bit of adversity that they're going to encounter. That's true they've had they mean they those those two weeks that we just had man i mean that was embarrassing mm-hmm. as a professional that you know that that's got to be just like humbling to the nth degree like jesus yes. Christ, we just got our ass handed to us two weeks in a row what are we doing 
you know, so I think, and just in the show, like I said, I mean, there's the Jaguars, but still to come back and show the fight that they did and, mm-hmm. and actually, you know, from every position. And, and like you said, man, Cordell, that energy is, is contagious, man, around the priceless. Team. So, I mean, like if, if he's out there doing that and you've got other guys like stepping up on defense that, you know, haven't in, in the past or new guys that are showing out that, you know, haven't have been able to this season. I mean, I think all that stuff leads now. And that's an interesting fact because the Bucks are kind of a weird. So looking at their last three games, they lost to Washington, you know, 29, 19. They go out and smoke, smoke the, the, the Giants, which is they're not a good team, 30 to 10. And then mm-hmm. they were in a dog fight with the Colts last week. I watched into that game too. Mm-hmm. And the Colts had that game one and they just scored too early and gave, gave, you know, gave uh, the, the goat too much time to, to get down the field. So they, they pulled that out at the end of the game. So, I mean, you look at a team like Washington beating him by 10 points. Washington is not a great team. They beat us, but that's a team that we've talked about this before. We had them beat and should have had them beat. And it's the NFL and it's weird. Anything else, anything can happen. But I mean, I mean, I don't think we're going to beat the Bucs this week because it's they're still just a far superior team than we are. Mm-hmm. But I do think that we'll hang in there. I don't think we're going to get. I don't think it's going to be like a Cowboys or Patriots thing, in my opinion. I think we're going to score a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the it's going to do. The Fournette goes off like he did last week, though. I mean, the mm-hmm. man's got seven touchdowns on the year. He had four last week against the Colts, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's looking like the old Leonard Fournette all of a sudden. Um, so that, that's, that's, that's not, that's not great for us, um, especially, I mean, but it's just, it, I, I don't know, man, our team is such a weird damn mixed bag this year. We, we literally don't know what's going to happen. Like we, we haven't had like two or three consistent performances. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to tell you what right. I think is hilarious about the age. You're <laughs> spot on. Right. But I'm going to tell you who hasn't either is the bucks. Yeah. I mean, that's what this, I don't know. You know, like I was going to say the same thing now they're way better than us. Don't get that wrong, but uh, the Bucks from week to week, you never know what you're going to get. The Falcons from week to week, you never know what you're going to get. Um, the only reason I think it'll be a game at all is because the Redskins beat them. Yeah. And uh, if y'all watch the Redskins, the Redskins are not a very good football team. Uh, they are, they are, they not, yeah. they shouldn't be beating the, uh, the Bucks. Uh, so we have a chance to beat them. But again, like I have a chance to become an astronaut if I go to the right school and you know, exactly. study it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And uh, looking at the stats, I mean, uh, the Bucks are third in total offense at around just over 400 yards a game, 402. Um, they are first in passing, no surprise, uh, 306 yards per game. 23rd in rushing, uh, even though Fournette you know, went off last week, uh, 96 yards per game. And they are first in scoring at 31.5. It's the defense that's suspect. Yeah, the defense is not – well, I'll say this. The defense uh, – the pass defense is not great. They're about 20th is what – you know, at 247. Now, the rush defense, number one, at 81 yards a game. So it's really the pass defense. Yeah, that's a yeah. If you're, if you're going to get them, it's on, it's on the pass. It's on the it's on the pass. And the 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 I mean, on that. The, yeah, exactly. They're eighth overall uh, with defense, uh, 328 yards per game. They're 17th in points allowed, averaging around 23 a game, whereas we are 31st, allowing 27.5 a game. So we haven't moved up. We've pretty much been in 30th or 31st all year long with points allowed. Um, but 
I, which I mean, is the I, worst stat to be 31st? You, you, don't, you don't want to be there. Uh, I mean, the only good thing, I mean, the only silver lining to that is we have looked better, even against the Patriots, even though we allowed, you know, that wasn't a, just a blowout. I mean, we, you know, mm-hmm. if the offense was did anything during that game, we could have been in that game. So, I mean, yes, yes. these last two games, there, there has been progress with the defense. So, uh, I don't think that's totally reflective of how they are, but um, you know the injury-wise, I mean uh, Jordan uh, Whitehead is questionable. He had lim- he was limited today, which would be a big loss for them at safety if he doesn't play. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul is questionable. They just put Richard Sherman on the AI on the IR. That was it last week, week before last. Um, and for us, Cole quit still with the COVID. Uh, Ridley, like we just talked about, we don't think we're going to see Ridley back. Uh, looks like Debo is going to play. He uh, did not – we didn't mention this, but he did not play during the Jaguars game. Mm-hmm. And not to go back into that, but uh, Mikel Walker filled, filled in. And I thought did an okay job. I don't – he's not He's not going to fill in. And, and I'll be honest he's with you. He's not going to be – yeah. And, and Dion, Dion hasn't had a great season either. But, I mean, yeah, uh, he was kind of all over the place. He wasn't really great in past uh, defense. Mm-hmm. But, I mean – you know, I, he a lot of energy. I'll give him that. He looked know. excited. I was going to say he looked excited. A lot of energy. Yeah, so I will give him that. But uh, but anyway, it looks like Debo will be back. He was he was day to day. He was dealing with a shoulder injury that kept him out of the Jaguars game. Um, Stephen Means is back from IR, which would be nice to have him back in that rotation in a, mm-hmm. a, a defensive end. And it looks like uh, Jonathan Bullard is questionable. So I mean, that's really it for injuries. So I mean, neither team is terribly beat up. I mean, it's you know most of their guys. Are I need a good healthy. performance, man. Um, I'm gonna be honest, man. I don't. I count this as three straight weeks because uh, the the Jaguars are terrible, and it went down to the wire. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, with a with a team that's one of the worst teams. You you went down to the uh when we won when the time went off the clock the um the guy that was calling the game said and the Falcons hold on for dear life and I'm like yeah see that's what you shouldn't be holding on for dear life against the Jaguars yeah I even thought in that fourth quarter I was like damn I'm really glad that football's not five quarters because I don't think we would win if it was man five I was waiting it, man if they didn't have their penalties. Yeah, that's what hurt. That's what killed him. Yeah, we may lose that game. So you mm-hmm. against the Jags, so that the Falcons, man, I, we got to do better. And I just want to, okay, I I, I do want to have a little segment here. I just want to explain something real, real quick. Uh, there's a major. I want to explain a concept to people. There's a major difference between. Matt Ryan throwing the ball in front of the target, uh, throwing the ball in the chest of the target and throwing the ball behind the target. If we trying to get a first down and somebody is running toward the first down and he has a clear space in front of him, if Matt Ryan throw the, throws the ball in front of that man, he can catch it in stride. He can keep running. He'll get the first down and more. I haven't seen Matt Ryan do that a lot this year. I'm just being honest. If I had one critique, and that's my man, I hate to do this to him, but I'm being honest. He either throws the ball like at the person, so they still have to like stop to catch it. Mm-hmm. So, so, so they got to slow up and, po- and possibly not get the first down now. They got to stop. Or the amount of receivers I've seen had to reach behind themselves to catch the ball. And some of them caught it, some of them didn't. 
But when you got to reach behind, you slowing up and you got to start running the opposite. You just way more likely to get caught. Matt Ryan got to start doing better at putting the ball out in front of the receiver so he can catch it in stride. I've been noticing that. I just didn't want to say nothing. It breaks my heart to say it. Yeah, it, nah. it it breaks my heart to critique him because I love him, but I'm it's glaring like you're missing dumb throw, like you're missing throw. You're throwing bad passes, and them interceptions are inexcusable. Yeah, so just so y'all know, if y'all think well, Mike would never get on Matt Ryan, play is this episode? You said it's episode 13. 13. I'm gonna put a little asterisk by this one. I'll, so I'll, put it, I'll put it in the description and Mike dogs. Yeah, I finally got on him because it's <laughs> no, nah, I'm not being funny. It's pissing me off. If you understand that concept, it'll piss you off because you notice that was the dip. If you'd have put it out in front of him, it would have been a 16 yard play. But s- since you threw it right at him, it was a six yard play. And that is getting frustrating. Yeah, that's been more prevalent over the last three weeks. I mean, yes. the, game, the game against uh, shit, who was it that we actually? Well, I mean, the um, the Saints game. I mean, he was like old Matt Ryan. Yeah, you know, and then like, yes, uh, you know. So yep. I mean, he's 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 been just like I mean, it's, he's kind of like been like the team, just inconsistent. You yeah. know, and we and, we and need, that's we need the first every, time. Yeah, and that's not a word you would tie with Matt Ryan ever. Yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, that just goes to say, I mean, we need everybody to be more consistent. I mean, just yeah. across the board, every position. Um, so. So I got a question for you, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far this year, uh, who's your offensive and defensive player you feel like has been the most consistent every game brought it? Offense and defense. Uh, easy. CP and AJ Terrell. Yeah. I mean, I got it. Yeah, we're not we're not even I, I, honestly, man. And this I mean, I may be uh, just out of my mind, but I, I think if we don't have Cordell on this team this year, you and I are talking about the first, second draft pick coming up in this. Draft. I'll tell you this. I believe if you don't have if you just took off Cordell and AJ, you probably talking about uh, one or two wins. Yeah. For the year. Yeah. Because Maybe. AJ's locking down their number one every week. If you took them two off the team, there's nothing else. I mean, no. I mean, not to say there's nothing else, but we would we would have one or two wins. Yeah, yeah. We like I said we'd be talking about it. We're, we're you know who we gonna draft number one or number two. You know. And I'm gonna tell you what I think is crazy. I honestly think is that wait a minute is that your two as well? I mean, what your two? If you were gonna pick MVP, defense, offense, is that who you'd pick as well? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, you close. have to, I think. Yeah, not even um, close, really. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what I think that a lot of people don't understand. What I, I kind of be dwelling on, but I don't want to make it a bad thing. Is that I really do dwell on. I do believe that if Calvin really was on the field, our season is going different. Yeah, I don't disagree because I believe that if you have to respect that we score a lot more points per game um, just because he's on the field. Like, uh, I just think all those games where our offense sputtered out and just couldn't do nothing, that doesn't happen if really he's on the field. Yeah. I think we we uh, we win two or three more games than we have if Calvin Ridley is on the field. And, Matt, at the end of the season, it'll be five or six games 
I think the whole season would have gone different. Yeah, it's very. But possible, it just man. sucks because like I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to rush him back, man. But like we really needed you, dog. Yeah, I mean, if you it's if you lose your number one receiver, I mean, it's going to have an effect, a bad effect. I mean, especially mm-hmm. when your number when when the drop off is as steep as it is. That's a from, good point. From one to two, that's when it's going to hurt you the worst because you Great know point. most teams at least you know you can your two is maybe not that far behind your number right. one. Like ours is way the fuck behind our number one. Yes, yes, like it's not even close. Yeah. So I mean, could really might be one of the best, maybe the best, uh, even route runner in the league. I mean, as oh so, yes, and, and I mean, that's not, not just me saying that. I mean, Matt said that. Other players have said that. So I mean, uh, you know, it's I don't know. I I, I got I, I agree with you, man. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with him because I mean, I don't what direction the team goes after this season. I'm going to be you know, honest. I mean, hopefully he's in a good state of mind and he gets better and everything's just talking. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I don't know. I, I think he's going to have to um, – I think it'll rest on if they feel like this was a one-time thing or is this uh, – continue. I think he's out of here if they feel like you do this again. Because business is business, and even if you like him as a person, you, you're doing bad business. Like, you're not – we paying you to do something no it's hard dude it's it's harsh yeah i mean mean, it's hard because you know in like you know today and age and i mean you know mental health has never been at the forefront like it is now Mm -hmm. you know just in general around the world right so i mean it's something like you tiptoe around because you don't know like we talked about before we talked about it the the week that he that he went out like it's not something that we're going to sit there and say, well, you should be this and you should be doing that. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. Here. We don't know what he's experiencing. It sucks for us as fans because mm-hmm. yes, it's our team that is hurting, but you know, as fan, you know, as a human being, we hope that he is getting the help that he needs and he's getting better mentally. Cause I mean, I would, I would love to have him, you know, and that's, and that's something, that's the thing with some of these, you know, with mental health problems is it's like anxiety, for instance. Okay. I mean, I'll just be real with you. I've, I, I had anxiety, I suffered with it for a while when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and it would be times when it would pop up out of nowhere. And I would have mm-hmm. no, and like when it, when it first popped up, I had no idea what the hell it was. When I had an anxiety attack for the first time. I was like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. So some of these things, man, are just not controllable. You don't know, you know, like I don't, and it is, and it's, I hope it's not, you know, something like that. I hope it's just maybe a, a confidence thing, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, you know, cause you know, I guess, you know, before he got hurt, he wasn't having his, a great year right you know, right right dropping more than usual just didn't something he, he didn't was he was right. running the wrong routes yeah it's just some just something just seemed off so I don't, maybe, maybe it was a confidence thing and he just got to get his head right or or like we you know so it, we, we can't even speculate because no, no, literally nothing's been said about it since mm-hmm. he since he uh gave a statement and um you know took the time off and so soon it'll be like i said it'll just be interesting to see because you know that'll be a big if he's not going to be part of the plans going forward then obviously the wide receiver is going to be a big ass need for us going a into next big year. ass problem uh oh. i'm hoping that man come back uh man you take the year off um it's not too many things that you can't solve in a year yeah so, I, mean, I, I hope uh, he gets yeah exactly i don't I, I don't even care the rest of the season man just take yeah, it off go ahead, man. take the rest of the season get yourself better and let's let's come yeah. back next year and then hope everything is good to go um but yeah so i mean anyway uh going in can this- you believe this season calvin ridley and julio jones not playing isn't that crazy that's crazy. Well, actually no i can kind of believe julio and i'm not going to hate on a man because i love him nah. <laughs> But, but like at the before, same man, time, they not playing. I mean, I knew that, 
look, man, we saw last year and the year before. I mean, he just wasn't on the field enough. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. I mean, you know, and as 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 hard as he played, I mean, his body's gonna start breaking down at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's I mean that the foot got to be foot, frustrating the, him because when he's healthy, which I'm gonna be honest, he rarely is a hundred percent ever. Yeah, and, yeah. But he when he's about ninety, when he get in that range. Julio Jones is arguably the best receiver in the sport. So I got to be frustrating him. Uh, he's, he's probably like if you were to design a receiver in a lab, like oh, that, that's who you're going to design because he's hey, big. He's man, got to be, I mean. So listen, I got to tell y'all, I saw the coolest thing on him one time uh, when he was a Falcon. Um, they, a lot of people were arguing uh, who was the best receiver and people were saying Michael Thomas. Uh, some people were saying Odell oh, Beckham, Antonio Brown. The conversation was being had. Uh, so they asked the cornerbacks. So they got 13 of the league's best cornerbacks. Uh, and they asked them all. Um, now, it's hilarious because they all in the same room. So they're mm-hmm. in the same room and they in the same shot. And they just ask them. At, they ask at once, like, who do you all think is the hardest person to cover and you know in the league in unison without a breath um julio jones julio jones julio jones julio they all say julio jones that should tell you something right there i i think that they think like you're taller than me you're faster than me you're stronger than me and you jump higher than me what can i really do if you, I mean, yeah, if the ball is thrown properly, right? You can't jam jam him at the line. I no. mean, you're gonna throw your ass off, and no. I mean, then you can't hang with him. Dude, he caught a screen pass one time. This is Alabama. He caught a screen pass. I think it was against LSU. We'll have to ask Chris whenever uh, we would do the, the next New Orleans preview show, yeah, because he's a big yeah. LSU fan. Yeah, but uh, dude, it looked like everybody else in that field was standing still. Man, he caught a screen pass and took it. I forgot how many yards. This is so damn long ago. I can't remember. But dude, it looked mm-hmm. like I mean, I was just like, I was in awe. I was like, oh my mm-hmm. god. I mean, but just to see a dude that size, you know, that tall running that yeah. fast. I mean, I, yeah, I really, like I, I can see it. I mean, I, I I was like I said, one of his biggest fans, but still am. I mean, I just you know I love what he did for the team. I just love him. sucks that he uh, you know he couldn't stay on the field again this year. You know, um, but then it's like you said, it's got to be driving him crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, to finish up on the on the on the Bucks, man. Um, you know, like I said, uh, we know he'd never we- beat Tom Brady, John. He nope. the Falcons have never beat Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and they, uh, we know, we, we know what they're going to do. This is not I me. Mean, it's nothing that's going to be shocking. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. um, you know, Godwin, God, Godwin is our lead, is their leading yeah. receiver. Um, Fournette's going to run the ball, you know, on defense. You know, Devin White's going to be flying around making tackles. Got to watch out for Shaquille Barrett. He's leading the team in sacks, seven and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. He um, is a beast. Yeah. Shaquille Barrett is a animal. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we know it's not going to be any surprise, man. I I think they're probably going to – I wouldn't be a shock. I wouldn't be shocked to see it kind of end up kind of like before where they – we may hang close and they pull away at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yep. Type of thing. Um, that wouldn't wouldn't shock me. Do you, you got a, a preview? Or a pre- preview, Jesus. Do you a have prediction? a prediction? Yeah. Um, I 
I just I I don't believe in the offense. I'm thinking we score seventeen and they score fourteen. I mean, I just <laughs> I can't. Man, I, thought, I thought you. I, I really thought you were gonna be like that. We score seventeen and they score like forty two. No, no, I'm not. I I can't I go against. Once. I thought for I once go. you might do it. Right, My falconness will not allow me to go against the Falcons. So I will say seven. And again, I got to say this. That's the, the same way I view the Falcons. Like, man, man, anybody can show up. If y'all been watching Tampa play, they do that shit too. Like, they mm-hmm. they have not always looked like Tampa. The yeah. Redskins are not a good football team, man. Yeah, they beat them. So- I was trying to figure. I was trying to figure out a prediction for this, and I was in between putting these numbers on the wall and just throwing a dart and seeing where it that, landed because that's basically what I'm doing right now. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go uh, Bucks twenty-seven, uh, which okay. is probably being conservative. I think they're gonna actually maybe score more than that, but whatever, it doesn't really matter. I'll go Bucks twenty-seven, and uh, I think we're gonna get about thirteen. Mm. So I still, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I want, I want to see the offense perform against. I mean, and now granted, they scored more the first time we played them, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we've went through a few things since then. We don't have Calvin now, and so you know. Do we get dominated on Sunday? You think? I don't think dominated. I think, like I said, I think we hang in there, and they probably pull away at the end. I got you. Maybe like you know, we, we might be in it in the third, and then like you know, mm-hmm. they they kind of. I don't think it's one of those. Like games over by halftime type deals. I don't think it's okay. yeah. Um, I think man, uh, we couldn't. I don't believe the team psyche can withstand another one of those. I don't either. I don't. I don't think it's gonna. I mean, with with what they did against the Jaguars. I mean, and I, and, I, and it's. A, I don't care. They suck, but it's an NFL team, and they came yeah. in. Like you said, they could have came out and not been very invigorated or ready to play because they just got their ass whooped two games in a row. Now it's the Jaguars, but they came out, they did, they got the job done. So, I mean, you know, and then that's one thing I will say, we haven't, we didn't talk much about the press conferences this week, but Arthur Smith, man, um, he's relentless, man. Like, and I mean, that's how you want your coach to be, even though he, he knows that what exactly was in front of him. He knows exactly what kind of players Mm -hmm. and talent talent he has around him. He doesn't care. He's just going to go out there and try to, I mean, like you want your coach to do, Mm-hmm. Win every game, however he can. So, I mean, I, I expect him to have a good game plan, and we, the players are going to have to execute it. The offensive line is going to have to show up and do what they did against the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. For that, they yep. don't, we won't have a chance. But um, if we can run the ball, our run game won us that game. We had over a hundred yards rushing, and we and, won the game. And uh, when is the last time you saw a balanced Falcons offensive attack? Exactly. You might you when is it's been years. I think we so. had I, I think we had the we I think we threw four more times than we than we rushed. See what I'm saying? Because you can do that and be because I can run and I yeah. can pass. It's not just oh I'm we're throwing this ball because we only getting one yeah. yard per rush. Like Arthur Smith said a few weeks ago, you can't become obvious. If you become obvious, and it's yeah, it's over. Yes, it's over. So yeah, so that, that's I don't know. Like I said, that that's just a shot in the dark, man. I I, I could I couldn't tell you how this game is going to fall out. But we'll see what Liam's got to say since uh, he is back for this week's pick. Hi, Liam. 11-year-old. So what do you say, buddy? Well, 28, uh, 20 bucks. 28, 20 bucks? Mm-hmm. All right. 28, 20 bucks. 
I'm confident we stay in there. Oh, yeah, we, we are too. So, yeah. I mean, Mike's got us winning. So, I mean, he's definitely confident that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're going to win. Yeah. Man, I, I'm. I'm crying over here because two thirds of the Audio Falcon Mind podcast have gone against me. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm telling you, but you know what? If they, you know, even if we lose this game, man, if we come out and play, that's what's important. I, if then I will, I'll be more confident going into the next game. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I, even if we play our best and they play their best, they still win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, if we can, we're going to have to get some stops on them. We're going to have to make some plays that we normally don't make. You know, so I just realized that we've hit a um, a new low with our team because we were just like, uh, like all I want is you to try your best. <laughs> Look, we know all I want is for you guys to have fun and try your best. <laughs> if you do that, I'll be happy with you. <laughs> That's all we yeah. want you guys to do is have fun. That's, that's just where we're at, though. I mean, we're realistic, right? That's all where we're at. Yep. We, and, I mean, like we said last week, we're still mathematically in the playoff hunt. So, yep. I mean, if we win this game, dude, it might get interesting. It might get real interesting if we win this game. So, Can you imagine the Falcons in the playoffs? No, not really. Me neither. Yeah. It would be hilarious, though. Yeah, and you're gonna have the same. Hey, you're gonna have the same group of fans. This, if we did happen to win this week, why are y'all winning, man? You need to lose this game to get. Yeah, yeah. Every time, every mm-hmm. year, it drives me insane. Yeah, because if you know what, if you're, I'm not, I'm not gonna get off on a tangent on this. But if your head coach and your and your uh, GM are good and they can and they can evaluate talent, it doesn't matter where you draft, they're gonna find talent. Great point. Great point. I mean, I want my team to win. These people can't. And me, man. you don't ever. Uh, you know, want to the spirit of uh, of uh, of uh, losing is infectious. You don't ever want to teach oh. that or spread that on purpose. Like, yeah, we all gonna not try today and lose on purpose. No, nobody bust their that. ass to try to win every week. Yeah, I don't give a shit what the they're gonna. No, I mean, they got bonuses on the line and all type of shit that you don't know about, like no. clauses in their contract. Ain't nobody just trying to sit on their hands no. and lose a game. Absolutely not. Yeah. So I mean. That, that just that just cracks me up because it's every week. Well, as when when the, when the Falcons are having a rough season, that happens around midseason. It's just mm-hmm. the that group that's like, okay, let's just lose every other game. No, no, let's just not do that because just I mean, lose you, out. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, so, and before we go um, and close out the show, do, do want to mention if you guys have not seen, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I'm going to on YouTube the 30th anniversary of the rudest team, 1991 Falcons. Jerry Glanville is being interviewed. It's going to be I've a seen it. former play. Did you watch it? I've I've seen it. I've seen it. All right. So I got to watch it. Was it good? Hold, Nate, what are you talking about? The uh, Man 30 for 30? No, no, no. It's uh, the 30th, 30th anniversary of the Rudest team, 1991 Falcons. It's on YouTube. Now, just, just I don't even released. know what that is. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. It just got released this last week. I got to check um, that out. On YouTube. Yeah. So okay. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But it's the year that we started watching, man, to be honest. That was the year I started watching. It was the most fun team in the history of sports. Yeah. So Glanville's on there. They got former players. So it'll be. Uh, Jerry Glanville. Now you yeah. say, is this on ESPN? YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this ended up. Yeah. So well, it's got three parts, I think. So we'll, you know, do watch it in each part. Okay. We'll watch that and report back on the next. I was going to say, we should watch that and bring it back. Hey, y'all got to go watch that. And I saw one. Uh, I don't know where I saw my. It might have been a 30 for 30. There's something 
on the 91 Falcons. Uh, I forgot where I saw it. It was amazing. Might be, yeah. There's so many 30 yeah. for 30s, man. I lose track. 30 for 30 is amazing. You can awesome. randomly pick one of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see the Ric Flair one? I'm not going to get on that. I did. It was awesome. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That dude, man, talk about like living the. Yeah. The, uh, but yeah. I'm a, I'm so, I think it's so dope because he's popular with kids today and he doesn't yeah. even wrestle with them today. No, I, know. Like, I know. Yeah. We're talking about somebody that's like lived the, the gimmick, man. Like he yeah. lived Ric Flair. Like he yeah. didn't know anything else. He became him. Ric Flair. Yeah. Because yeah, he was crazy. being it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right, guys, we don't want to go on a wrestling tangent here. Um, yeah. But uh, no, look, we have fun with this one, man. That was, uh, we reviewed the Jags, we previewed the Bucks. This is uh, hopefully, you know, like I said, most weeks we'll have an actual show for each one. But this week we just happened to be slammed at work, both of us. So we had to do what we had to do, but we got the show done. So we got it done and we yeah. won. And I criticize Matt Ryan. I mean, three for the price of one. I mean, come on now. That's right. So, yeah. So, if, uh, just uh, again, before we go, you guys reach out to us ATL Falcon Fancast at Gmail, out of your Falcon Mind on Instagram, out of your effing mind on Twitter. Um, hit us up anytime. Give us some comments. Like Mike said, leave us a five star review if you're listening on iTunes, which, by the way, uh, according to our analytics uh, with Anchor, um, that most of our listeners are listening on iTunes. So if you are, hey man, that five star review, that'd be great. Just go on there and click that for us. Man, and- it will literally take you five, nah, matter of fact, three seconds. It won't cost you anything, but helps us a lot. That's right. You can just click the five stars and that's great. It submits it. Uh, and if you want to write us a sentence or two, and like, that's even better. Because if you do that, we'll actually read it on the podcast. So we'll, we'll shout yeah. you out on the podcast for it because we do appreciate that very much. Um, yeah, and uh, Mike, you got anything else, buddy? I am going to sleep. <laughs> I wish all you people well. I am out of my delirious Falcon mind at this time in my life. Um, go Falcons, man. Uh, I just want to rumble with the Bucks. I just like John said, just want to rumble. Um, and I do want to say this, man. Thank y'all, everybody that been listening, writing in, commenting. Uh, rating and reviewing uh, it mean the world to me and John because we have a blast doing this um, and get better every week we just really appreciate it that's right I uh, couldn't agree more man and like you said go Falcons let's get a win keep the momentum going maybe make a playoff run who knows Super Bowl baby positivity damn it positivity, positivity baby Super Bowl or bust that's what I'm all about <laughs> boys, that is out of your falcon mind episode 13 we will catch you after the Bucks game hopefully on Sunday for a review and we will be back at it next week thank you guys for listening and we will catch you later peace we out